All right, welcome to the show. We ain't got no intro. I'm lying. <laughs> Good one, Cal. Hey. Hey, Who is this? It's Drake, man. Yeah. Nah, Jermaine. Goat would never, goat would never start like that. Cold. Damn, son. This, was, this song is real timely. Who did that? Who did that? Who did that? Who did that? Just that don't make no money rap. Kenny Lofton. Forgotten. By many. Unless you watch the Wayne Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Nigga definitely on the episode. But uh, welcome to the Council on the Clutch episode number 78. I'm your boy Cal. And uh, today I'm joined by Q. This is for my nigga Q. Yeah. You got Sap? That's Sap. Sap gon' Sap. What it do, baby? You know, uh, Dion had a, you know, two for two, but uh, I'm not gonna be here. Yeah, not here. Ghost is here. Yeah. And we got Roy. Y'all keep doing this shit to me, man. Yo. And we got a guest today. Uh, what we going by today? Are we are calling by your government or your last name? Just call me Cave, man. All right, we got ca- Cave, man. I'm joking. No, it's Cave. Got, nah, nah, I'm messing with you. Are you a business? Are you a businessman or a businessman? Let me handle my business. Damn. But we got uh, Cave here. Uh, Who's that, Nah? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we had to start this whole episode back over. Mm. Hey, that hey, was hey. Old, man. Cut, uh, cut that mic, man. Oh, matter of fact, I can't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, Cave, uh, let people know who you are, man. Man, shoot, man. I, I appreciate y'all having me on, you know what I mean, on this evening and... For the podcast, man, I've been listening to it for a little while and stuff like that, man. Y'all brother, y'all brother's doing a lot of good things, man. Some deep conversations, you know what I mean? That's always good. I mean, good for the heart and everything like that. But, you know, I played ball for since 2010, you know, I mean, professionally, a little AFL, CFL. Um, so that's Arena League and, and Canadian Football League and then another league called the UFL. And you know I mean, I'm all done playing now and, you know I mean, just a business owner and, you know I mean, multi-traveler. You know what I mean, travel's always open. So, uh, I mean, just, just staying busy. Edit point. Well, appreciate you uh, listening and coming through. Well, why? Why is that edit point? No, I was just fucking around. Is that a lightsaber? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that was something. Somebody, that got like a little toy car or something. I'm getting X-rated over there. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-pod. <laughs> I, we we gonna we gonna make this a little weird with the comeback, but first thing we need to do is uh say R.I.P. to chat with Bozeman, aka the Black Panther, aka Jackie Robinson, aka uh whatever he was in that movie that just came out on Netflix. Uh, 
and all the other movies that he was in. Brother passed away what two two days ago? Uh, Friday. Last Friday from uh, stage four colon cancer. Yes. Let, let me let me do this cue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Slap in the building. Doctor Slap. Doctor Slap, take over. Said, Hold my beer real quick. Hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Like you said, rest in power to the to the to the brother Chadwick Boswick out of coming out of South Carolina. You know, a Howard University graduate, aspiring. Uh, not even aspiring, he was a screenwriter. Uh, that's what he actually was trying to get in the business to do was to write, be a writer, producer, director, um, and found a talent behind or well, in front of the camera. And, uh, you know, we all enjoyed that thoroughly. Uh, he did it for the culture and every bit of the aspect, you know, uh, from all accounts, he was a true uh, man, a very likable person, a real human being, a person who saw everybody. You'll be hard pressed to find anybody to say a bad thing about him, man. And, to you know, just to realize that through his extraordinary run um, in front of the camera, he was also battling uh, like late stage cancer, going through the chemo treatments, going through the surgeries and still showing up for all the appearances, interviews, SNL, you know, shooting movies like, yo, he's like. It's that cancer shit is hard. He was like soldiering through it, man. You know, so some may say, say he was a real life superhero. Shit, you know, on and off screen. So, you know, rest in power to Chad with balls. Chad, Chad, Boldwick, Chadwick, Boseman. Man, I'm sorry, man. And, John, Tom, and Coach John Thompson also. It's all, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, man. And, and to a slew of people this week, you know, John Thompson. I feel like someone else passed away recently. It was just, it was just a lot of. Clifford Robertson passed. Who? Yeah, Clifford Robertson. Basketball. Yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. We the the left-handed tall guy. Not to reduce him to his attributes, but (laughs) left-hand tall. See, there we go. That shut up and dribble. Crazy. We just we just got narrow your time frame, man. (laughs) Seth thought once once Steph started rambling, he started accidentally saying stuff. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, tall, tall dark but, skin, uh, left-handed, shooting fifty percent from the chill, left but nah, side elbow. But yeah, but from that, we definitely just wanted to put that out there. Uh, rest in rest in peace, brother. But we're gonna go from that to we're gonna talk about these NBA playoffs, sort of kinda or lack there was a couple of days ago. As we all know, at this point, uh, the shooting that happened in SP, pronounce it. Uh, Konnichiwa. The shooting happened in Wisconsin. Wisconsin with Jacob Blake. That whole situation. Not to be confused with Wisconsin. Ain't nothing happening in Wisconsin. Yeah, not Wisconsin. For T-Pain. He runs a tight ship over there. Yeah, but now... And after that whole situation transpired, the NBA decided that they, they weren't going to play, starting with the Milwaukee Bucks in in Wisconsin, decided they were going to boycott the game. So they boycotted their game, and that just led to a slew of different teams, pretty much, well, everybody in the NBA playoffs, uh, a couple major league baseball games, WNBA games, and uh, I think I want to say that was it as far as, like, major sports goes, decided nice. to boycott 
Graf, uh, Neko. Oh, was it from uh, the tennis, the tennis chick? Uh, I think I, I can't think of her oh, yeah. name. It wasn't uh, Graf. It was the other what's your, Say your name, Cal. Oh, say, oh, say your name, Q. <laughs> uh, I don't I can't think you. of it. <laughs> <laughs> she's nice and she like American, black and like Asian or something. I can't yeah, think of her black, name. Black. I forgot the girl name. Yeah, but she's nice and I'm, I'm acknowledging it. So I just can't think of her what her name is and I don't want to go do it in the middle of the show. I'll get back to y'all, matter of fact. What the intern at? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get the answer and come back to y'all. But nevertheless, all everybody decided they were gonna kind of boycott to kind of show their show their support and stuff for what was going on and the continued racial injustice that we uh, continue to see day by day in, in this country. So the question basically is, what do you guys think about uh, how the NBA went about it and uh, your take on on uh, I guess boycotting playoffs? Uh, baseball games, WNBA, and other sports. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see that the uh, the Yankees and Mets pretty much uh, walked off the field. I didn't see that until like super late. They yeah, walked off they, the field. And somebody they else some, did too. I think the Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Dodgers yeah. played somebody and they, they walked off too. But yeah, um, I know a lot of people who are frustrated about it. Because they thought they were going to see it through. But I'm like, eh, it's bigger than the moment. It's more so for the athletes. It's like, all right, we we can do this. And they're trying to strike fear into the ownership at this point. Um, but at the end of the day, too, it's kind of like they had to come back. Because if they did not come back, it's going to affect the future. Or NBA-wise, it would affect their future for a lot of years. Um, they got a CBA coming up. Um, and... From what I've been um, seeing and hearing, the owners gave up a lot in the last CBA. So this would have been their motive to, you know, go back in and say, oh, we're going to take a higher percentage of the TV revenue or higher revenue uh, of anything else. So it's kind of like this was a move that they had to come back as far as to make sure that everyone is still getting these big contracts in the, in the nearest year, near future. So um, I like the fact that they took a stance, but I didn't see it going through. Um, when they said the uh, Lakers and the Clippers walked out, in my mind, I was like, okay, well, Melo about to pass Tim Duncan for the uh, 15th in the scoring because <laughs> he's guaranteed one more game. But, um, yeah, it, it's interesting. I'm glad to see that it was a predominantly black league do it, not uh, like baseball doing it or something like that. Sat, yeah. what you got on Not set. Anybody else? Uh, <laughs> Dude, I think it was a great gesture. My bad. My bad. Oh, but yeah, let me jump in real quick. I thought it was real interesting, man. Um, because like, just just think of this. Uh, y'all like as a as a human thing outside of the basketball, like the they like the Bucks are in Wisconsin, and when you know, so their feeds and social media you know, in the bubble, it's probably all Wisconsin. And if they're just inundated with like this black man get shot, you know, from an area that they probably been to drove past or just like it's in their state and just to see like nothing happened over some time. And like, just think emotionally, you want these guys to compartmentalize like as an entire team and to go out there and just like play basketball, like normal, like that's, that's probably real difficult. So, you know, if people say, oh, we did it in protests, making demands, but shit, maybe they did that. I ain't seen no actual demands or nothing come out like that, but they probably did that as like, yo, we just need a extra break because this is just a lot. So, you know, now, uh, you know, now you, now you want them to be more the basketball players. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know what you what you're trying to refer to, Roy, but uh, I mean, they've always been more than basketball players. Nah, nah, you you told them niggas to shut up and dribble three episodes ago. Man, first of all, it was five episodes oh, wow. ago, and it was specifically to uh, to people like Kyrie Irving. <laughs> wow, that's an interesting take, Roy. You know, I'm not sure, but we gotta revisit the tapes on that one, I guess. You know what? No, basically, you said uh, people like uh, Kyrie Irving basically need to just kind of educate themselves more, just play basketball, basically, um, because he was saying a lot of things that weren't really tangible, I guess, uh, when it comes to not going. Um, and you were quoted saying that uh, <laughs> players like Kyrie Irving just need to play basketball. <laughs> Okay, okay. I mean, what I was saying at the time was that <laughs> hopefully this can be the last. Time. But no, for real, like, I was just going to say, like, have realistic expectations for basketball players who spend a majority of their time in life playing basketball. Like, don't expect them to be a basketball player and study like Malcolm X did in prison. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can do both, but don't expect for, like, everybody to have done all of that studying and, and playing basketball at a high level. And that came off me and SP pretty much slandering Kyrie Irving for being a fake smart guy. So it, it was a, a heated moment thing, and Roy took it and ran with it. But you did kind of say shut up and dribble, though. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, Kate, uh, what's your thoughts? Kate, what you got on the con? Yeah. Man, shoot. Kyrie was – Kyrie's a smart dude, man. I give him that much. And he was right. Or well, he ended up being right in the whole situation with him not coming down to the bubble and – and you sure? Is it? Did he? Whatnot. Was he right because he he like took a took a boat off the flat earth off the edge it, of the earth? It it makes him more publicly public <laughs> more publicly correct if you want to say it in terms of how the, the optics and things because everything's optics everything the optics turned out to where people were like oh man Kyrie was right guys need to apologize to him I was like nah it's all a part of the same movement you know what I mean it's just now that something else happened to bring light to it, kind of put it, put it back in perspective. You know what I mean? So yeah, true that. In, in, in a, in a, in a, in the end, Kyrie was kind of right, but you know what I mean? Like, I, and I, I hate when people say, you know what I mean? Well, I can't say hate, but tell people like to shut up and play basketball and stuff. I mean, these guys, you know I mean, these guys came from, you know what I mean? Most of these guys got it out the mud. You know what I mean? Most of them were, you know what I mean? Struggling and, and grew up rough and rough times in the hood and all this kind of stuff. So to say people to say like all oh, these millionaires are privileged and you know I mean you've seen a lot of stuff on TV like all oh, they privileged they privileged they this and that like nah a lot of these boys was you know what I mean straight like we were normal guys some guys didn't have food to eat and whatnot so you know what I mean to say that to to have to see some of these more public faces in the in the media and especially when you look at the 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 brilliant people at Fox News. Uh, what they usually say about folks is uh, is crazy. I mean, to say some of these guys just need to hush and play basketball and, and whatnot. I think the whole thing is a big joke. You know what I mean with them, and but that's a whole another conversation. But I like what the NBA is doing. At the end of the day, man, um, you know, so MLB stepped in. WNBA usually just follows what the NBA is. You know what I mean is doing, and you really can't see anything. Uh, they, they, they don't WNBA. follow. They, they don't follow. I mean, they don't. They don't follow. You know what I mean. Speaking a little politics, but you know what I mean? You'll see Trump talk about the basketball players and everything. He doesn't say anything about the WNBA, though. Yeah, he, because he, he can't. Yeah, but he can't right. say nothing about that. Nah, right. you can't talk about the women, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, but, but you really hang yourself. 
but but to your point, Cave, yeah, man, the WNBA. I think Kyle was trying to say too, the WNBA has been leading as far as like yeah. at least demonstrations and just All like right. put putting on for the movement. Yeah, they just don't get the pub as much as the NBA do. Just just like and playing basketball in general, but they've been. They've been pushing. They got a whole owner. They, they yeah. but that that but yeah. that that, <laughs> yeah. that leads to their ability to to exercise such yeah. as well because they ain't got as many uh, cameras and lights on them. Yeah, but the NBA, what they doing is good because it's basically it's they kind of starting to the players are kind of starting to push the owners' hands to to do more as far as the, the owners and the league overall to like do more, do more, do more. And you got doing, league, yeah, because the league they doing stuff here and there, here and there, but. The more and more the players do stuff like this, the more and more the players push out. Because I seen somebody say, the fact that they're all in the bubble kind of helps because now everybody's speaking and everybody's together. Mm-hmm. You don't got somebody over. You don't got Brian over here, and they got somebody over here on the East Coast, somebody down south. Everybody's together. So when they speaking, they're all. You see all of them together speaking, talking about X, Y, and Z, and whatnot like that. So it's it's a lot more power. It's all about leverage. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, if you got the leverage, if you got the will, I mean, if, if you got, you know, basically, if you got the leverage behind you, you can get anything accomplished, especially when you got somebody like Braun, you know what I mean, leading the way and stuff like that. Because basically, I mean, how the NBA goes now, <laughs> you know, when they was going through all this bubble mess, or are we going to the bubble, or are we not going to the bubble, and Kyrie was kind of leading this side, and Braun was like, we're going to play, <laughs> and Patrick Beverly came out and was like, yo, whatever Braun said we playing, hey, Braun said we playing, <laughs> we playing. So we hooping. So we hooping. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, to speak on that real quick though, some somebody in here I don't remember who, um, said that you know like sports teams can't really affect like change. It was so I. It was I. I said it. But I seen <laughs> I, I seen it. um you know something come from the owners in the NBA office that they was gonna call you know politicians, and then a lot of the teams are changing and turning their arenas into voting sites. Um, it already passed. Yeah, but but mm-hmm. it got to be passed by the board of elections in those specific areas. In the state, yeah. yeah. But at the well, same, LA did it already. But the but that that's the yeah, that's did. the impact that sports teams have. These same billionaires that that lobby for tickets and in in laws to have games and all this other stuff, they can go lobby to their same buddies and get laws passed to protect their players. Yeah, uh, but again to. Cave's point, piggyback off that, it's about leverage. So I think in this certain uh, specific circumstance where you have them in that bubble, like y'all said, uh, as far as being more uh, comprehensive on your message, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna need to be a lot more of that when they're outside of the bubble. So that's gonna have to continue in order for them. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It's definitely going to be challenging, um, but it's going to be interesting to see if that's something that is continued or, like you said, it kind of falls apart because of the challenges. I think that it's going to fall mean, more on the stars. I think the NBA going to be back in the bubble of some sort next year. I was, about, I was just about to say yeah, that. Like I don't starting off at least because I I seen you know I'm up here in DC and uh, Monumental Sports they laid off like sixty percent of their staff. That work in like marketing and game day operations stuff, really, because they are, some might be a little less than that, but somewhere along they don't know the tide that's going to be coming in the next few months. You know, arenas being allowed to host games and events, and if they're doing that so early in the game, it makes me believe that they know something that the NBA will probably be in a bubble setting, maybe a regional thing, but it'll still be you know isolated like it is now. 
Yeah, basketball definitely can get it done. Now, in terms of like the other sports, like football and baseball, could have did it too. But you can see hockey doing it because baseball's only like twenty five guys on the on MLB roster. So I think they can get done. Football, no way, ain't no way. Football, not they're not making it past week four. I'm telling you. No, and And just the the mindset of the football player is not going to be the same. You tell man, no boys is not about to stay in no no man no ball. (laughs) Well, we already see uh, niggas that didn't even make the team trying to sneak in. Never mind. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that though. We ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that. This man, but, uh, SP said, no, I tell you, it was no my team gear too. Crazy, but uh, still kind of talking about the league. Do y'all remember? Um, so the Bucks got a rookie on the team, Sterling Brown. He's uh, he had a lawsuit out against the police for racially uh charged, uh, racially charged Facebook posts. So I'm gonna just kind of read this little article real quick for for those who don't know. So the Milwaukee Bucks rookie Sterling Brown filed a federal civil rights suit Tuesday against the Milwaukee Police Department and city claiming wrongful arrest and excessive force during an altercation outside of a Walgreens. Uh, Milwaukee police violated his 4th and 14th Amendment rights during his arrest and tased in about 2 a.m. January 26th, the suit says. Uh, and although two sergeants and officer received suspensions, the discipline was not for the unlawful and race-based arrests and detention of Brown or the excessive force used against him, according to the suit. And, yeah, I don't feel like reading all of this, but I, I don't know if y'all remember, but it, or I think I forgot when it was exactly. Well, in January, I think he had, like, double parked or something going into a store. Yeah, double parked yeah. in Walgreens. And, uh, yeah, and then he came, yeah, Walgreens. <laughs> and he came out. Plan Basically all. <laughs> hey. What time was it? Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. No, I'm saying wow. you got to have a you gotta have plan B uh, for like life after sports. You got to be prepared. Wow. <laughs> no, he's so, he's so he was from the water. application that wow. walk. No, he was making that walk. He was making that walk, Rory. At 2 in the morning? There's no way. You going to walk in 2 in the morning? No. It's only for the set of ginger ale. He could have. He could have got that Some Pepitone Bismol. He's killer. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, to, to the topic at hand. So he came out of the store, he double parked his car, he ran in there to get whatever that he decided to get. And um, came back out, police were out there, and basically it escalated into a situation where he ended up getting tased and, uh, and some more, basically, over, over a double parking. So he double parked kinda, because he was nervous. I'm telling you. <laughs> his mind was all his mind was all over the place I've been there I'm telling you this sounds experiential this sounds experiential hey bro chill um, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he has a personal experience with the Milwaukee police um, so it kind of it kind of hit him more so I guess you would say and then it just falls along that shit definitely hit him recently What's and, crazy uh, is it would have got swept. It would have got swept under the, if it weren't in the bubble. Like I remember when it happened, but mm-hmm. if it wasn't in the bubble and they could shine light on it more, it it, it was gonna be one of those things that actually fell by the wayside. You know what I mean? It would have got handled, but it wouldn't have been like a big thing. I mean, we are talking about Milwaukee, yeah. Wisconsin here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like even said, it got suspended. The officers got suspended and all that stuff. They went through the whole process, but it won't. It didn't. It didn't last. In the oh, y'all talking about y'all talking right. about. The so I mean, we're talking about we talking about the Bucks. We talking about the Bucks, and we talking about. I'm. I'm just in terms of like 
I think it's crazy to to just think like the Milwaukee Bucks and how you know what I mean things happen and if they weren't in the bubble, a lot of the stuff would have got swept under the rug. Because I mean, it's the Bucks. I mean, right. it's Milwaukee. So it's I mean, they got the MVP, probably two time MVP, and they're playing at at one thirty in the afternoon because they're not a draw and nobody cares about them. You know what I mean? But I mean, you got LeBron and them playing eight thirty, nine thirty. All the big games come on eight thirty, nine thirty. That's just not a big draw. So people really don't care about what's going on in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I mean that has a has a lot to do with it. I mean, yeah. it was just the right timing basically for all this all this stuff started happening again. That his situation came came back up, and now he's suing yep. and whatnot like that. But uh, but if I can if I can kind of um like add on to what you're saying, Q, like not only did the police you know just like do all the stuff that they allegedly did, or, or I don't even know if allegedly is appropriate. No, the like, video. They, they, no, they, it's, it's, did you no, watch the body cam video? Yeah, okay. so they got a video. Yeah, so nah, they t- so, so they tased this man, and then they got on Facebook, and one of the officers like was just a consummate troll of basketball players, to where this man said, "Nice meeting Sterling Brown of the Milwaukee Bucks at work this morning." After he tased him, LOL then, hashtag fear the deer. Hmm. Disrespect. No, and not no, and okay. not even. So then he continues. Uh, I guess. Greenfield Avenue might be like a black neighborhood, and he posts sick and tied like the the dish like the detergent of these hoes. Like what the hell? Moreover, he continues. He goes after Kevin Durant. I think he adds him, and it says, "Damn, more naps than preschool." And he has Kevin Durant's head next to like a black ice cream cone. And uh, we got to post that gift on the page. We got we got one more. We got one more. And then and then for whatever That's reason, the one that got me. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. This uh, this is Officer Eric Andre after uh, J.R. Smith of the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, after he uh, after the game one loss in the NBA Finals. He said, and this, so this is like back in 2018. Or so it's like I hope J.R. Smith double parks in Walgreens handicapped parking spots when he's in Milwaukee, which is what uh, the rookie Sterling Brown had did, and the reason why the police uh, confronted him and then ultimately tased him to the ground. So just consummate trolling, man. It's out. It's out of pocket. That ain't even trolling. That's racist. He's saying like I hope I get a chance to tase your ass, Jr. Yeah. But uh, hey, back, back to that KD picture though. He can't post that because he's white. But if somebody else posted because that shit's hilarious. <laughs> Dog, I'm telling you. But, but, he, but he can't do that. He can't do that. Yeah, most definitely. I, I felt like it was it was extremely disrespectful being that it came from him. Yeah. But then when I when I in hindsight I was like, yo, that is pretty damn funny picture yeah. though. Yeah, but <laughs> but nevertheless, um, Milwaukee is having a uh, a lot going on because even going back. A little bit, uh, uh, Philandro, Philando, Philando, yeah, yeah, that was in Milwaukee. Yes, right? it oh, Minnesota, no, that was in Minnesota. 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 Okay, they did right beside each other. That's yeah, close. Yeah, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, yeah. but yeah, close enough. Nevertheless, Milwaukee, Milwaukee in its own self uh, as a city, from from my understanding, has had issue, has had racial issues and racial tension uh, for a long time. Ain't that why uh, what's my call left? Kareem. Yeah, something like that. Mm, it it I was the racism, oh, I think. Okay. I don't know if it was the cops, but it was definitely the racism. It probably was. It was definitely the cops at that time. Yeah, like, tall nigga. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing him 
saying about him leaving because he he's the LA kid in general. Well, he went to UCLA and then got drafted by Milwaukee, and I think he left because of partially because of the racial racial situation mm-hmm. that was going on back in the day. That would make sense. But uh, as we as we say, talking about the, the cops and experiences that uh, Sterling Brown had. You guys have any experiences with the police that y'all would like to talk about that uh, is past the statute of limitations? <laughs> Hold on, I got to make a call real quick. Hey, Siri, call me. <laughs> I got pulled over one time when I was in college, probably my sophomore, junior year when I was back home in the summertime. We was out, <clears throat> we was allegedly out drinking, you know what I mean? We got pulled over. So, uh, shoot, it was probably, I was probably a half a mile or not a quarter mile from the crib. And uh, it was probably like two thirty in the morning. I was coming from my home from my homie house, and uh, we uh, he pulled me over, flashed the lights. So I automatically turned the lights on in the truck, put my hands on the steering wheel. He came up to the side of the car. He saw. I guess he didn't know how large an individual I was. He said you were swerving back there. He said you been drinking. I was like, Nah, I ain't been drinking. I was like, I'm a little tired. I'm my home. I live literally right up the street. He's like, okay, uh, step out the vehicle for me. Bet, oppression. He said, like, grab your registration. So I was like, my registration in the glove compartment. He was like, okay, you can reach for it, but slowly. And then my other cop came on the other side. And uh, my partner didn't see him. And he's sitting in the, in the front seat smoking a cigarette and blowing him out the window. <laughs> I'm talking about just hitting it hard, just blowing, just smoke all in the police officer's face. He doesn't even see him. <laughs> hey, so he reaches in the glove apartment, pulls out the registration. We get out. So we get. A, he hands it to me. We get out of the car. He was like, the cop's so dumb. He he turns around and walks walks to the back of the truck. Like, literally turns his back to me. And he told me to get out and walk to the back of the truck. So I get out. Now, mind you, I'm 6'5", 350. So I get out of the car. I'm a large. I'm a large, <laughs> and I was more in shape. You know what I mean? I was like, I had, I had one ab, one, one ab poking out the top. You know what I mean? So, look, I'm walking to the back of the vehicle. This cop, when I get out the truck, this cop got to be like 5'2", bro. So I'm just like, and then he turns around and he sees how big I am. I was like, Lord, please don't let this man shoot me. Like, I don't want to go like this. So he turns around and sees me. When I get out of the truck, first thing he does, puts his hand on his gun. Like, braids the dog, crazy. Like, puts his hand on his weapon and was like, because I'm walking to the back of the truck. He sees me when he turns around. He's like, oh, Lord. And he puts his hand on his weapon. I'm just like, Lord, please. So he performs, his, he performs the uh, sobriety test. And you know what I mean? I pass it with flying colors. Now, mind you, I, I am a knee <laughs> I'm about to say, <laughs> you, you ain't going to lie to me, bro. Yeah, that's, that's, well, that's, he, that's, he that's, that's he, neither here nor there. He can't even yeah. look me in my eyes. He's 5'2". He's putting a pencil up in my face. You know what I mean? He's like, call the pencil. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he, got that impeccable yeah. balance. You know what I mean? He, he had my chest. He said, walk the line. I walked the line. And he was just like, well, you, I mean, you pass. You can go on. I mean, you can get in the car and drive home and, and go on about your business. But just the fact that he put his hand on his weapon and I was walking to the back of the car was just That's, like. I've been saying that for, my, for a while. Though. You a lot, of, a lot of police officers were those kids in high school that got bullied and picked on. And they, they, they want power. They they want power. They want that respect. And that comes with a badge and a gun. So they go to be cops. And then they try to start throwing their weight around. And everything is cool until they get scared. And when they get scared, they revert back to being soft. 
But when you solve for the gun, that's what you go for. And hey, Sterling. A lot, of, a lot of this stuff go, turns about. What's good? Hey, you remember um, Nick from middle school? Nick Dunn? White Nick. Yeah. He's a police officer in Hampton. Pulled me over. <laughs> in Hampton High School. Parked a lot. <laughs> Small world. Yeah, that's crazy. It's but but if but if you if yeah no literally like he did like look at my license look at me and he was like you know Nick for me and I was like yeah you what's up Nick I mean we had a little moment it was nice and cute but just in thinking about what what Q just described like Nick was a very kind of quiet meek guy you know very unsuspecting you know some might describe him aesthetically as like soft you know you know what I'm saying he was like a tough type of guy. I don't know where he went in high school and how he developed later, but like, you know, for some, like for me, fortunately, it was a nice guy that I was cool with in middle school, you know, who pulled me over and let me go. Cause you know, he was just like, slow down, Nick. I was like, yeah, I got you, Nick. <laughs> but like that, that's a real thing for some people who, you know, actually got the bully from middle school that they probably, you know, pushed in the girls. Bathroom I always, I always think about that meme that uh, with the, with the old, old uh, elder folks couple on the porch that say without that gun, you a bitch and a half. <laughs> whole whole facts but no check so i was in i was in dc uh for new year's a couple years Wale ago concert? Went up there. that's when you yeah. Wale concert. yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's crazy right <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I didn't live no, in, it, I didn't it live really in dc nothing. That time. it was a different it was it was a different time <laughs> it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't when we went to silver springs but um wow nevertheless we were we were up there we were going to <laughs> We was going to one of his his, uh, his line brother crib or whatever, but he wasn't home at the time, so the complex didn't have any like visitor spots for whatever reason. So we was like, all right, we park on the curb. So park on the curb. We sitting out there probably for about twenty minutes. Cop car drives past. You know, cop cars drive through neighborhoods all the time. Nobody, we didn't think nothing of it. Then maybe like five minutes later, another one drove past. So then we thinking like, damn, this is a bad neighborhood or something. Like, what's going on? But I mean. You know, maybe somebody got a call down there because they just drove past and went kept going down. And then probably about two minutes later, after the second one came, another one came past, and we're like, "All right, some something going on down the street," because we're still not thinking of it. So the cop <laughs> car drives drives past my car and kind of busts a Yui, and I see it in the rearview mirror. And as he's busting the Yui, he's coming around and coming up on the curb behind my car. So I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then as I'm looking down from the rearview, looking in front of me. Another car, cop car comes, darts in front of my car, and like the bo- box is in. So we sitting there like, oh shit. So thankfully, the individuals that got out, it was a, it was a, a black, a younger black lady, uh, like a middle aged white guy, and I want to say it was a Spanish guy or something. But white guy came up to the car and was like, um, so what you guys doing uh, out, out here? So we just waiting for our, one of our friends, the, um, come on, get off from work. He's like, okay, you get a license. So I gave him my license and all that stuff. He was kind of explaining whatever. And he was like, yeah, so we got a phone call. There were, uh, it was a vehicle out here selling drugs. Nope. We didn't get, nobody got out of the car. (laughs) No, you ain't technically got to get out of the car to sell drugs. Nobody got out. Nobody walked up to the car. We came, we parked, that was it. So- Hey Q, was you driving your, you was driving your whip? No, nah, I was driving my old my escort, not even the Camaro. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so I ain't even like I was out there on some flashy shit. I'm driving a fucking 98 Escort. But nevertheless, so he was like, (laughs) so when he said that, it was so shocking that me and my boy, we both literally started laughing. Like, for real, he said, yeah. And then we was like, nah. So so was the the idea that y'all were the car selling drugs? Yeah, 100%. No, they were talking about us. Wow. It wasn't even like no other car pulled up. It was like, no, it was y'all. It, yeah, no, it was it was just us. Oh no, it so, was 100 yeah, percent drug dealer. Yeah, you got <laughs> hit by a Karen. That's, man. What they, that's what they said. But um, so he was like, uh, he sat there, he kind of talked to us for a second, and then he was like, "Yeah, y'all good. Just uh, don't don't worry about it, basically, because it was a across the street and probably like a couple house apartments down. It was a white lady standing on a porch that we saw earlier. So it was it was definitely her because she was kind of looking in that direction, but." Nobody's thinking of thinking about that at the time, but um, but yeah, that was just a situation where we lucked up. Like they didn't ask us to get out the car. They didn't have to search the car. They we didn't have to go through any of that stuff. But we lucked up. We got three officers who who understood who were cool. If that would have been three three different officers, that could have been a whole different situation. Next thing you know, they sprinkling crack on my back seat, and all of a sudden, we where were y'all jumping. at? Where were y'all at? Uh, I forgot where we, we were in DC and we were in Maryland at that point. I forgot where we were. This was probably like twenty Silver Springs. But uh, oh. no, nigga, that was. I just checking. <laughs> I just asked you, bro. Just asked you. Don't beat me up. Nah, no, no, no. Man. But anyway, yeah. So that was a that was a a, a wild situation that, like I say, it, it went it went pos- a positive way, but it could have went left. It just we just lucked up and got the right cops. Crazy. Speaking of DC, I got a real quick DC cop story. It's like had to be 2014, hanging out in DC with some homegirls, and we finna go to the stadium. And sounds like a good time so far. Yeah, 2016 <laughs> stadium, that's legendary. I like hey, it. Hey man, that was a good time. So you know, pre-game and to get there, you know, I do have some alcohol in the car, you know. So, but and and I I can't front. I think I might have was driving a little little fast around like the the edge of U Street, you know, in front of this Ethiopian spot, bomb ass Ethiopian spot. So I, I kind of driving fast up to a stoplight, and next thing you know, boom, whoop whoop, police on my ass. I'm like, oh shit! And fortunately, I had some clutch homegirls that like slid the bottles underneath the driver's seat of my old car as I talked to the officers, and they're like. You drive kind of fast there, like sure, please order yourself. You know, we 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 got out of that, but fortunately, you know, that wasn't our night. But I got another, I got another story that was our night. But I'm a no, I got I got a similar situation. Oh. To, no, no, this is to, the to K or to Q jump, and uh, it was 20. We I graduated 2013, so it was 2012, and I was in school in North Carolina, um, driving to work, bro. I was going to the mall to work there. And I got pulled over, and the cop told me they had been surveillance in the mall, and that my car had been leaving the mall after ten thirty for like a month straight. Mind you, I'm a college student during the summer, nigga. I work four to eleven. Like, nigga, I'm always leaving the mall late. <laughs> but the dude, dude said I'm always meeting people in the parking lot, and I'm all selling shoes selling out shoes. the car. The shits are coming out the back door. I knew it. I guarantee. And uh, and I'm and he's and so they they literally stopped me, bro. One day on the way to work, I'm probably like two minutes from the mall. And mind you, I got a Tahoe, had rims, had a had speakers, tent, all that. Damn me! So 
I don't agree with getting stopped. But, bro, when I tell you they gutted my whole car, the only thing they didn't do was cut the seats. Like, they took my speakers out. They they unscrewed the speakers. Took and I'm a college student, so you know I got clothes all in the back of my truck. They took my clothes out. They under the seats. They bring the dogs out while I'm sitting on the curb. I ain't even know it at the time. In handcuffs. In handcuffs? I ain't even know, though. My manager hey. is driving past. Crazy. Now, before that happened, even my oh, manager shit. driving past, when they finish, they say, we didn't find nothing. Have a good day. Didn't put shit back. I had to put all my shit back. And then I get to work and I walk in and we had got a new manager because the old manager got caught with some shit. I whatever. Now I'm now late, late for work, work and they saw me on the curb <laughs> with handcuffs. So I walk into work trying to explain this whole situation to a non-ethnic manager. If it, Ooh, if it wasn't for the tough. district manager who knew me from and being there for two years already and transferring down there from VA, I definitely would have got fired that day. Oh, because the... You got fired. Oh, 100%. You got fired, Craig. Like, bro, that shit was <laughs> yeah. all bad. Like, and I ain't even realized, like, I ain't know the sue back then. I wish it had happened, like, and I was a little older because I'd have sued the hell out of the police department. But... I ain't know no that question. at the time. I was just happy to be free. <laughs> Crazy man. Yeah, uh, yeah that's an OD illegal search. If if, uh, if half more like, known the known the laws, like you know, what I mean, known more now what yeah. we knew back then. Oh man, there's so much other stuff, so much crooked stuff I didn't see that I could have been like, there's no way, like there's no way you just about to search my car, put me in handcuffs, find not find nothing. And you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and the thing is, okay. I was, I was a 20 year old college student, too. That's the hey. wild part. Hey, Roy, I got a question for you. So, I, the only information I had on, on that type of situation, especially during that time, would have came from Jay Z. You know, 99 Problems. <laughs> when, when he said, if you ain't some, something to the, I'm, I'm paraphrase, if you ain't got a, a, a warrant, then you can beat it or whatever. So, did you even like ask, like, like did they even mm-hmm. ask for consent? Where you could have said like, no, you can't search my car. Like, was that even in the space of the interaction for you to do? Like, I ain't gonna say it wanted my space to do, but I ain't really have enough knowledge of the police other than stay away from them. You don't fuck with them, they don't fuck with you. But I was wrong. They fucked with me. Great. I could probably tell you how that went down. They probably came up to your shit, asked for your ID and shit, went back. Came back, told their story, made you get out, handcuffed you, town, and went bro. to town. And I'm talking six wow. cars, one one <laughs> black guy, college football player, just sitting there on the curb. And this is in the middle. This is probably like, this is right before training camp. So it was like July. So I didn't sweat it out my work shirt because I'm hot as fuck on this curb. I'm out here sweating it and just watching. And I won't even worry. I knew they weren't going to find nothing. But I'm thinking about I can't prove if they plant something. That's all. That's what I was worried about. I said, but these niggas got motive. I knew they. I'm like, yo, they gonna fuck me over. I'm sitting there like, man, how I'm a, how I'm explain this to my mama? Like, I'm in jail because they set me up. Mama, yo, like, <laughs> Rams, Rams tent, large truck, nah. little crack, and then, and that's what and got that's, him, Johnson. But look, that's the wild the part. They pulled me, and before they even searched me, they said my they under surveillance. And my car was involved in a robbery the night before. 
Oh, like, fam, they straight line. No. Yeah, they were just. They, yeah, they, they were trying they to get me. To I'm like, you, bro. That's all. Mind you. Yeah, they were trying to make you scared. They just, they just lucked up the fact, like you were saying, you didn't, you didn't have a full understanding yeah. of the law, because you could easily say it, nah. Now the surveillance part, it was. Or call, hey, let me get, let me get they y'all. They was right about the surveillance though, and that was, I mean, that was he it. said, we see your car at the mall. You always leaving late. You always got people meeting you back there. I was like, I can't argue about that part. That's me. <laughs> I, I, but yeah, I mean, look at these shoes. Well, yeah, that shit was wild. Well, that shit happened now. You would probably just be like, "Oh, y'all ain't got no warrant." Well, all right. Well, I'm about to call my lawyer real quick, and I'm about to be on my way because y'all ain't about to sit here and hold me with nothing. On top of having no, no little, warrant to I'm search, a little, I'm a little ignorant right, now. I'm and I probably go. I'm gonna act, when they tell me get out the car. I'm gonna fall out the car and act like they did it. Yeah, <laughs> go fund me account coming. Oh, you yeah. gotta get that dollar. Hey, no. hey why you no, like bullshit? No, chill out. Cause soon you fall out, that's an aggressive movement, you know. Hey, I was just thinking that niggas say he was lunging for my gun. Cause niggas think I chop for less, so yeah. Now you trying monkey roll my legs? Hey, it's crazy. Cause after that, I literally was telling my mama like I always told I I ain't never tell her that that whole situation went down, but I always tell her like look. If the cops ever say I shot or tried something, sue them. Because I'm telling you, they just killed me. I didn't do nothing they said I did because I know they scared. Right. Crazy. Uh, Sat, I'm not sorry. SP, Kyle, y'all got any stories? Is y'all are Obi-Wan. willing to talk about? Obi-Wan, Chinobi? Not today. We ain't got enough time for that. Understand, mm-hmm. understand. Kyle, I know you, you be on the low, so I don't know what, you know. No, not, nothing that was cool as y'all. So nah, that's crazy. Said cool as y'all. But but I, I I will I will share one quick one that I think Sterling. I don't know if I told you already, but this was when I I came to your second graduation down in North Carolina. Yeah. So I had um I'm driving back from you know country country North Carolina. Oh, so I'm taking all the back roads. You said, you said second second his second attempt or his second graduation. Oh no, I messed. Them two got degrees. Sap a doctor and SP got like four MBAs. Bonafide business. Sound like a lot of bills. A little debt, a little debt. Not really. For some but um, but but so I'm down there, you know, celebrating with them, catching up with them. And I'm driving back maybe Sunday night or something like that. And and it's late. I'm driving back. It's like has to be 11 or 12 or maybe almost one. Something really late at night. And I'm going through like South Hill, Virginia. You know, it's just like a like two-lane roads, opposite sides, real country. And oh, good old 85. All bad. Yeah, good old 85. Oh, so it's like it's super dark. And this is 2015. So it's like right in the midst of Mike Brown. Uh, Tamir Rice, like all these people just getting murdered and shot and shit by the police. So I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm a little, we all on high alert and we all know what, what the deal is with the police in certain situations. And lo and behold, I'm, I can't front, I'm speeding through the little 30 mile per hour, you know, out of, out of nowhere, it's 30 miles per hour. I'm like, hey, man, bump this hey, 55. Hey, Seth, hey, Seth, real quick. Uh, everything that I got from the night is you, you speed everywhere. Oh yeah, I was going to definitely. Everywhere you go, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but continue, continue your story. Continue. Your story. Matter of fact, probable cause though. So, so lo and behold, I'm going through like this country town, thirty miles an hour, and yeah, I, I was in a wrong. I'm speeding. Cop hits the lights on me, and when I tell you, it's literally like no lights on the road, and like just this country town where it's literally nobody. I can't front. I was afraid to pull over. So I just so kept driving. for the cops. Hey, long as you slow down and just and just drive, drive a little bit, slow no. down, let them know you ain't running. No, I, I, I don't feel, I don't feel safe pulling over over here. It was crazy. I kept driving because I didn't want to pull over into like an empty parking lot with no lights or like just this one little shadow yellow light. I was like, man, that's not. So I'm, I'm assessing every spot to pull over. I'm like, nope. Nope. Oh, hell no. Nah. You know, so I keep driving until like it's literally just like a ditch. So I just kind of pull over into like a little shallow ditch and boom. All right. Confrontation with the officer. Off, I run my window down and he immediately is like, uh, so why you ain't pull over at this spot, at that spot, at this spot? You know, this many clicks back. I'm like, all right. Well, you know, excuse me, sir. I just, you know, didn't see a safe, good place for me to pull over and he just was like well you could have pulled over here there over there everywhere i'm just like man like a dr seuss book i'm sorry bro you know i just i just didn't think it was safe for me to pull over so and then he proceeds this is where he just turned up a notch this man officer was like yo uh i smell alcohol mind you i had been drinking maybe a whole 12 hours before then so i know that alcohol was gone and so there was no, and there couldn't be no alcohol on the car in the car because we weren't even doing that there. So he just came, he poured alcohol out of his ass and was like, I smell alcohol. I see a little pill. I see bottles in your car. Uh, are you doing drugs, sir? You have, you have stuff in your car. I'm like, whoa, excuse me, sir. I don't. Because mind you, the, I do have pill bottles and they're like, like ginkgo, bilaboba, or ashwagandha, just random, you know, supplements I'm taking at the time, vitamin C. Like it's random stuff like that. And he immediately tried to throw a, a, some drugs on me. And I was just like, no, sir, I have not. This like, So I'm answering his questions. And it's like, yo, this is so nerve-wracking. And ultimately, you know, because I ain't got nothing. I ain't do nothing wrong. But speed, he goes, writes me a ticket. I drive on home. But it's just like, dog, he literally accused me of drinking and having drugs when I ain't had none of that. I was just driving fast. <laughs> it's crazy. You need to slow down. The, uh, the, yeah, first of all, you need to slow down. That's that's very true. But outside of that, outside of that, that is the life. That is the life that we live. You was in South Hill, Virginia. It's bad on eighty five right there, and, and fifty eight. Well, you know how many kids I got on fifty eight heading back to school. Hey, if you ain't got oh, a ticket, who ain't got a ticket? and all that mess. If, hey, if you ain't got a ticket going through, through Emporia, there's something wrong. Shit, I got. I don't almost caught the ticket going through there, and I drive slow. So, shoot! Remember, niggas was coming back from uh from Charlotte. I was yeah. going like ninety five, and a nigga with a Corvette blew past me. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't even yeah. know I was going ninety five. I'm talking about wild as hell. <laughs> I was like, yo. But uh, but nevertheless, um, we're gonna step away from the more serious topics and get back into this playoff basketball. Got a couple updates right now. The Nuggets and the Jazz uh, are playing halftime. Nuggets are up fifty to thirty six. Game seven. They're trying to close it out. And uh, SP Celtics went up 2-0 on uh, Toronto, 102-99. It was down. 2-0. So, 
And looking good for the champs. Right, so then yesterday, uh, semifinals game with the Heat and the Bucks. Heat uh, came out strong, took a 1-0 lead. And uh, OKC, shit, OKC uh, beat uh, shit, the Rockets. Marcus. Yeah, I was lost for a second. Pushing it to game seven. Yeah, 104-100 to push a game seven in that series. Uh, what else we got? The Clippers closed out the Mavs on Sunday night. L.A. closed out uh, Portland Saturday night. And then every, pretty much everything else before that don't really matter. So, hey, man, um, I was excited to see my man Jimmy Butler just close out the Bucks like that, man. That yeah. He was balling, balling. On them, on them, on them bucks, man. He's still not good, though. He had a hell of a game. Huh? He had a hell of a game. Jimmy Butler not good. I don't like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you just don't like him. He, 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 like, I wasn't the, I'll say it on it, I wasn't the biggest, you know what I mean, rest in peace. I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan, but Whoa, I respected wow. his game. You know what wow. I mean? wow. I wasn't. I wasn't. Wow. I, wasn't the, I wasn't the biggest. I, mean, I, I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan. Hey, at least you respect his game. That's all I ask is if you don't got a license, just respect the game. That's it. Yeah, I respect I didn't even respect that. We know Tim Duncan better than Kobe, rest in peace. But I understand. Oh, my God. No, I mean, I respect the Tim. I definitely respect the Tim. I just thought his game was just too terrible. You know what I mean? Too terrible for TV. You know what I mean? I mean, he'll bore you to sleep, but he gets the W's and everything like that. Yeah, he, he was the, running the fundamentals camp on national TV. I picked the Heat in six. I picked the Heat in six to beat the Bucks, and they probably going to – they might – if they get this next one, they might mess around and beat them in four or five. Now, yeah. I, Boston, Boston's going – I think Boston will get it done in four or five, honestly. Be, they can get a gentleman. Toronto going to steal one. He, yeah, I mean, they might get one. They're going to um, fight for their life. They're going to have to fight for their life. I believe Denver's gonna close out Denver or close out the Jazz. Y'all keep Denver, doing this shit to me, Denver man. Denver get beat by uh, who Denver's gonna play the uh, Denver's uh, the Clippers. Maybe so the Clippers. The Clippers. The the Clippers would have lost in six if mm-hmm. KP wouldn't have got hurt, or, or or if KP didn't get kicked out the first game, they would have beat them in six. I have no doubt in my mind they would have beat them in six games. Yeah. They just didn't have enough. But uh, agree. It's gonna be game? a second series. Is gonna be a it's gonna be interesting with uh, either Denver or or Utah. Man, looking like Denver, Denver gonna yeah. be a matchup nightmare for real. Cause it seemed like like the Clippers struggle against young, athletic, explosive like teams. But well, they can score the basketball. Who? Yeah, Denver can. They, Utah yeah, they can sweep. Clippers will yeah. sweep uh, the Jazz. Yeah, Denver got too many too many people that can put the ball in there, and that's what that's what hurt them because they got outside of their two, and PG ain't really been showing up like talking about it. So they got to find some points from somewhere, and Denver gonna score. If OKC score, if OKC wins, if OKC wins, Lakers gonna beat them. In hey, five. does Houston blow up their roster I, if they lose? I can agree. With got to. Everybody gonna. Yeah, they I mean, they, they they already started by uh, small ball. <laughs> they just, they just one more move away from a, a whole new team. Yeah, no, they got to, they, they bad, gotta blow that, man. they gotta blow that squad up. Just keep Harden because I mean, it's, do you, do you scoring, keep Harden, 
His scoring ability is unmatched. Like you didn't pay Harden so much money. If you ever pull up, if you ever get bored, just pull up Harden contracts, bro. He's he's got like a half a billion dollars in contracts, like in money, like because they signed him to like a hundred and something million, then they read him up for another like two fifty. On I was like, bro, you ain't even halfway through the hundred and fifty million we was about to give you. So he get so 41, forty one this year, forty four next year, forty seven the year after that. No, Harden ain't going nowhere. Yeah, no, nah, they ain't gonna let him go. They gotta do something with that team. Anytime your big man just sit in the corner and shoot threes, it's not a good look. The they, they they don't have a big man. They just got a bunch yeah, of dudes. Yeah. How about they need, a, <laughs> they, need an, they need an actual <laughs> big man? Oh, how big Tuck is? Like six nine, six ten. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I mean, he ain't, on the PG, he's like yeah, six six. Yeah, he like six six. I mean, they they uh, essentially Houston is playing positionless basketball right now. They don't yeah, have no six, center. PJ six five. Yeah. yeah, they said nobody over six six in the starting lineup when they, when hey, they first hey, made the small ball. Cave, I just I just asked the intern yeah. to pull up a Harden contract. God damn! <laughs> hey, intern, hey, intern, hey, this intern nigga is on too. pace to make three hundred and twenty million dollars. Right? Yikes! Right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> damn! Paid that man handsomely. They paid him twice. Yeah. They read him up before he wouldn't even need more money. But no, nah, like I said, for him, though, his the, his ability to score, yeah, his his ability to score is is ridiculous. It's it's very unorthodox, and I don't, I hate watching it. But he could score the basketball, so you, you can't get rid of him. If you could figure out how to move like Russ and get like some legit pieces to put around to put around Harden, they 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 can. Potentially do something, but the, the way their lineup is, not the draft. They, they'll never be able to draft nobody just because of where they're gonna fall every year. They and can't draft nobody. They traded all them picks to uh, to OKC. Right. Ooh, for Russ, they own Russ, definitely ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So, but I just I, you just can't put people around them. They both need space. Yeah. And they both need a ball in their hand. Oh, yep. Russell got to have a ball in his hand. Yeah. I say James Harden, he can he can make his own shot. He can do that. Russ, he can do it sometimes, but like you say, he you got to kind of set him up to do his thing. But I just I like Russell, but I just I just I just think he's a I just think he's a bad fit. Like I just think he's a bad fit wherever he's gonna go. He's not gonna win the championship. He's gonna be one of those guys. Yeah, number one wherever he goes. Yeah, but he's thirty two now. Yeah, yeah, no. like if you put him on like Utah, not Utah, but uh, like Denver, where they don't have a specific like star star, that it could kind of, it may be able to work there. Nah, but, messing up that chemistry. They move. Oh no, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's going like he should go there. I'm just saying like that will be a like the type of place he would have to go to where, or like how Atlanta was back in the day when they was nice, but they didn't have any like superstars. It would have he would have to be on a team where he could be the number one, but everybody else around him is nice compared to like in Houston. It's just him and James, and then the rest of the team. Houston's never gonna win a championship. No, nah. one of them young teams will win. Just think about how tough the West is gonna be. It'll be somebody in the West with forty-two wins next year that's gonna miss the playoffs. You're gonna have to have at least forty-two to get in. Cause think about it, the Suns gonna be good. I was a fan of the Kings. The Kings still gonna be good. We forgetting about the Warriors out West. You know what I mean? Like they not about to be good again next year, and they don't get. Don't get. No, he, 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 he missed the team, but I was gonna wait. <laughs> <laughs> he's in, he's in. 
Nah, nah, Roy. Y'all got a couple years. Y'all got a couple years. Nah, they about to be the bottom feeder. Damn. The disrespect, bro. It's been a second season next year. Yeah, it's been a fun show. I don't really fuck with y'all right now. I'm out. Bro, who do y'all have? Y'all don't got nobody. They got that big tall white boy. That's all they need. We gonna be sorry till Lamarcus Aldridge is gone because that nigga is terrible. God damn. No, so you gonna put listen, your whole spot on one person. He making thirty five million. I need him to do something. Damn it, that nigga terrible. He can't. No, y'all not paying that money. Y'all not paying that money. We read him up. He's he was a free agent when we got him. So that's y'all fault. Oh, he pushed the hell out of niggas. So that's yeah, your they, fault. They was reaching because Timmy was leaving. But it, that, we we definitely got. Yeah, they uh, thought he was thought... gonna be next, and he's nowhere close. Crazy. Nowhere close. Oh, we, we got some basketball updates from the intern. Uh, so, interestingly, I bet y'all didn't notice, Sterling Brown of the Milwaukee Bucks is the brother of none other than Shannon Brown, former NBA player in Michigan Lakers. State highlight reel. I about to say the, high, the human highlight reel that's, that's not Vince Carter. And then the dude that was with uh, Monica. Hey, after C. Yeah. C. Murder went to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one to jail, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, she a free agent. Boy, hey boy, boy, jump out the gym. Off the bat, yeah, and cool. and the the tennis player that uh, Q need to say her name. Oh, yeah, I had it already. Yeah, I pulled it up and everything. Oh, all right. What's her name? You can't Q? pronounce it for the audience. I, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 I can't. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't even want to. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, I'm sorry, Sat, that you know how to pronounce her name and I don't. Excuse me. Man. Nevertheless, uh, to w- to what we were continuing to talk about, um, organizational moves, firings, hirings, which y'all got on that. And uh, Antonio, yeah. Why? If they he, lose, they he, lose games. Sam, Antonio gone. He, I need to see job. more white people fired. <laughs> 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 they find all these brothers, right? Nate hey, hey, gone. <laughs> Yeah, uh, hey. Gentry gone. Brothers, brothers just leaving jobs. Yeah, oh, hey, that, you, you're right though. So Dan Tony will get another job. They, that ain't gonna. He might be. The, he might be the Sixers head coach. I mean, Brett Brown had all the years and all the mistakes and all the talent, and they was like, "Well, try again, Brett." Until like it was just untenable. It was just like you got swept off. <laughs> Your boy was crying on the sideline. <laughs> Yo, if I'm if I'm Elton Brand though, I'm blowing that whole thing up. Elton Brand didn't even five. He paid hey, to he buy his Harris trash head. Yeah. He, he they fuck with Elton like that up there? Nah, I mean, oh, keep, keep on. Yeah. I just think I just think if you're going to blow up an organization, you can't just look at the coach. Like, the coach, most coaches don't even pick their rosters. The GM does and expects you to win with the roster unless you got control like that, which some right. head coaches do. But it's the GM in control of the roster. You know what I mean? So if it don't work, you can't blame the coach. Nah, I mean, you 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 pay these boys and you and you picked them. You know I mean, if, but no, if we Elton talk, Brand, if we, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but Elton Brand didn't pick Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. That was part of the process. Where he wasn't he wasn't there as the process guy. Yes, but he did he did give uh, he did trade for or pay Tobias Harris and Al Horford. Horford need to be gone. Horford stealing. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Horford Roy, is hey. a top five center. <laughs> Hey, Roy, Roy. Uh, defend your man, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, I, I, I got to walk back that tape. Uh, preseason, 
I thought Horford was top five. That nigga ass cheeks now, bro. Now y'all was we wrong. We try to tell you that, but I'm right now. now. Okay, though. Y'all fucked up, but I get it. Man. Hey, rest in peace, Nipsey. But no, if, if I'm if I'm running the Sixers though, he, he on if the Anglo revisionist history. He is. But if, if I'm running the Sixers though, I'm I'm blowing that thing up. Um, the Sixers look good on roster. I mean, you can I wouldn't blow them up because they do have a good roster. You know what I mean? It's just the terrible, fact that they, they just, I don't think I don't think it's the right system. You know what I mean, I think the Sixers would be perfect for a triangle like how Kobe and Shaq. Who's gonna be the shooter? Just you know what I mean? Just space the floor. Yeah, I said, who's going to shoot? I mean, they got higher. They have teams. no shooters. J.J. Ray is their only shooter. No, matter of fact, he's he's ain't up there. He ain't even there, yeah. So, yeah, it's I mean, Richardson or something. J.J. Uh, 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 what's the boy's name? Richardson. Richardson. What's Quentin Richardson. What's it, Quentin? Jason, Jason Richardson is the dude that's there now, yeah. I think. Yeah, Jason. Quentin, you got to get, get rid of uh, Simmons or Embiid. One of, the two, one of them got to go. You think so? All right, quick, quick. Go down the line. Simmons or Embiid, who you, uh, who you keeping? I'm going to keep Embiid. Embiid, yeah, you got to. Oh, man, yeah. I, after after Embiid this year, I don't, I don't like. In this, I don't in, like this, his in, this in this in this game in this in today's game, you got to keep Embiid. I don't got time for Ben. I, I don't got time. Shoot. I don't yeah, got time to, to wait for Ben Simmons to learn how to shoot. You got to. My number one thing I've always said when it comes to players with potential, potential will get your ass fired. You know what I mean? Waiting on somebody to do another. I ain't got time for that. I got to win. Hey, man. I don't know about you. Y'all can y'all can keep y'all can take that. I'm keeping Ben because Ben, if he's surrounded by shooters, because he's a natural playmaker and slasher and driver. So he's all we got to do, player, like though. he's like a young LeBron in the sense of like like not in LeBron's like status, but in like LeBron wasn't a shooter. But you put he a bunch of you put shoot, you put four guys who could shoot around <laughs> Ben Simmons like they did LeBron early, but and man, he can make some things happen. LeBron used to, to actually shoot the ball. Yeah, Ben scared <laughs> to shoot no, the ball. I mean, yeah. he missed some shots though. You you, ben you defend Ben shots. Simmons like you like you guard Russell Westbrook. Let yeah, but the shoot. thing is, like, let that man lean into his strengths of playmaking and driving, and put it's, people around him to compliment. You know, because you, you got to take these all guard. apart. So it's harder to build. It's it's harder to build around a point guard who's six like. Nine six six eight six nine six ten something. He's like a that. small forward, man. He's a that, small. Yeah, forward. he can't he can't shoot. He he's a playmaker. Yes, he can drive and get to the bucket. Yes, he but plays defense. Harder, but it's, he plays it's hard defense to, and he and he, and he yeah. lays the ball up. He's a, he's but a it's, small. It's forward. hard to build a solid team around that compared to building it around a center mm-hmm. who has shown you that he he can play like he could be one of the top centers in the who league. Can shoot. Hey man, you you have the opportunity to see. Uh, and be, be the number one and the main dude in his team. And you know what they did? And were crying at the end of the bench after every single game. So y'all he can say that. He did. Yeah, Sap, he did all he could do. They were like he was in there scoring 10 points and five rebounds. And, they, know, and they still lost. So so I'm keeping I'm keeping the Simmons. First off, second off, <laughs> At the end of the day, and B put up numbers. He was essentially pulling an AD back when he was in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, that whole series. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm going to say a tough matchup MB, with no shooters, but... man. Seven six ain't got no shooters. Yeah. That's a tough matchup with Boston with no shooters. <laughs> hey, but what, what did Brett Brown say when they was like, "Oh, why don't you follow or surround him with shooters?" He was like, well, "That would be too obvious." <laughs> 
And that's <laughs> that what was classic. <laughs> that was classic. Today's NBA, no, bro, I just can't keep it. Ben Simmons is a great player. You know what I mean? Exactly. But he's just a lot. If the game's close, like, he's a liability. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think he can be a Hey, Seth, and be average 30 and 12 in, a, in his playoff series. Just, it's, right. it's, it's, a losing 30 and 12. That's great. Yeah. I'll yeah, take him. Right. I'll take Ben Simmons. Hey, well, hey, so, bro, let's pull up. Good. Let's pull up James Harden's number. This nigga put up numbers and lose too. What you mean? Yeah. Hey man, Mr. Shut up, Mr. Shut up and dribble. It's not looking they too good. Three over games. Here. It shouldn't have been real shaky, Mr. Shut up and dribble. I'm just saying they're gonna be on your head for another month. Hey, I'm not sure who that is, but you know what, Roy? Ben Simmons would have won at least one of them games. Hell no. no. Ben Simmons. What? No, sir. I don't know which Ben, ben Simmons you watching, but uh he really wanted to get rid of his ass after that series. Ben, ben Simmons with no MB and the team they had, who's who was gonna score? Right. They would have to take Harris. the ball out of his hand. All the people they gave money to. I mean, I don't know. Them niggas don't score they didn't score anywhere now. <laughs> You're right though, one of them gotta go. I don't be can't keep both of them. Nah, well, they probably keep Ben Simmons. And ben needs it because when Ben because when Ben's on the floor and B plays away from the basket because Ben needs because Ben got to get to the cup. Yep. Yeah. Well, that already lets you know that Embiid is is more of a a two anyway since he moves out the way he just can't play that way. I mean the it's thing is bro. commercial. Uh, I think he's 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 jump shot. Yeah, Throw the damn Hey, Sap. Yeah, Sap too. Sap. Hey, last last day. Last day. Damn, damn, damn. Hey, the NBA basketball is a guards game, and Ben is a guard. You got to build around your guards. Boom. That's it. You know, you know, uh, nobody, nobody's ever won an NBA championship with the guard as their best player. Uh, people oh, win college championships with their guard as oh. the best player. Oh. But we're talking about the NBA. Miami won with Dwayne Wade was the best player. All right, point guard. Oh, Calvin. Hey, the Pistons. You said guard. Was Wade the best player? What? Yeah, he was. Oh, Shaq, right. he, I'm, sorry. Was I'm sorry. I'm yeah, Shaq, sorry. I'm Shaq, sorry. I'm like Shaq was. Shaq was. Uh, I'm. I'm. I ain't going that far back. I'm sorry. You're right. He was. Even even if you look at the Mavericks when they won, like their big played outside. J- no, JJ Barea was balling. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he was. But you right. Was, no, you right. But Tony Parker was the best player on the. Um, Oh wow! I mean, the Spurs, the Spurs, the Spurs did it the old-fashioned way. Like that, man, she, Dr. Hey, man. would be disappointed if he heard a guy talking like that. <laughs> y'all eat y'all sea moss, man. Oh man! <laughs> oh. And on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Uh, let Anchor holler at y'all for a second, and we'll be right back. The marathon continues. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the NCAA has decided to give uh, their fall athletes uh, an extra year of eligibility. We got this article from ESPN says the NCAA Division One Board of Directors voted Friday, which this was uh, in August 24th, 21st, so that was, what, week, week and a half ago or so. But um, NCAA D1 Board of Directors voted Friday to give all fall sports student-athletes an additional year of eligibility and an additional year to complete it through a blanketed waiver. Uh, the move eliminates a cloud of uncertainty for athletes in the fall sports whose seasons have been postponed or could be disrupted because of the ongoing corona uh, pandemic. 
as it's still a possibility with college football in six FBS conferences, the extra year of eligibility, which was recommended to the board earlier this week by the NCAA, was just one of several decisions Friday intended to further pro- protect student athletes, which they're not trying to do during COVID-19. The board uh, on Friday also determined that schools can't require student athletes to waive their legal rights requiring COVID-19 as a condition of participation. Schools are also prohibited from canceling or reducing scholarships if an athlete decides not to participate because of COVID-19. Um, West, Virginia's, uh, West Virginia's AD, who's the chair of the Football Oversight Committee, said the top question he received from student athletes has been regarding their eligibility during the seasons of uncertainty. So basically, like I said, they're, they're going to give all their fall sport uh, athletes on the D1 level an extra year of eligibility because of potential losing it and or postponed or just not them that's not wanting to play because of the pandemic and whatnot. So uh, what y'all think on that? How the NCAA handle that situation? They did the right thing. Um, giving the guys another year, it just gets so fishy. You know what I mean? It, it's so much uncertainty in terms of like how because, you know what I mean, when it comes to football, who wants to get drafted? Can a guy that's a can get another year, if a junior wants to go to the go to the league and he hasn't played and he has to sit out, he could have went last year, but he's chose to come back, you know what I mean, when he could have left. Like, that's why those guys, those juniors are sitting out now. Like, uh, what's the kid from LSU? He's a he's a junior. Although he would have he's a senior, I think he came back. But he could have left, you know what I mean? But he chose to come came back and now he's like, there's no need. A lot of those guys come back to chase a title, but now you can't chase a title. Now you're sitting there kicking yourself in the foot. You know what I mean? Because you want to go, but you want to win the title, but now you gotta go. You know what I mean? Now you wanna it's kinda just so much uncertainty. And like with like if guys don't play, do they do they lose a, a year or do they stay a sophomore or do you move to be a junior or you know what I mean? Because all the NFL requires you to be is three years three removed years from college. Yeah. Three years out of high school. High school. So can I leave now? Now this year ain't, I ain't playing this year. Can I can I go? Or does this year count? Does it dunk count? It don't. And it's just three is, years is it out of high school. Year, like yeah, three they, athletic years or three. It should be three years. That's, that's how Larry should three years. Yeah, three years should be, they should be good then. But you, like yeah. I said. Yeah. Or, did that prep year. Oh, true. Uh, I'm, I'm so kind of with Cave. It's cool, but then it don't really. I like it for the people that that won't get a chance to play after college. You know, ain't no, it's not right for them to lose that year and then their career over with. So that's right. fair. But I feel like it's really, you know, the NCAA pushing everything back, but there's no guarantee they'll be able to play football in the spring either. So we really don't even know when football will return again. I mean, everybody kind of watching nope. the NFL. I mean, basketball, we saw that work, but I don't think football can work. I mean, granted, it depends on how serious you think the virus is. Some people going to say you – oh, no, no, the NFL Man, the NFL play. about to be lying like, about them numbers like one I'm China. saying them, them colleges <laughs> – I was talking to a kid today. He said his school, you know, because of COVID restrictions, they had one double-A school. They, they can only work out 45 minutes. And then they gotta they gotta leave, and then that group gotta come in. But they sharing the weight room, mm. and I'm like, 45 minutes for a college athlete, bro. You you you're not getting no better. Like you you wasting time really. But because of COVID restrictions, that's how they got the weight room set up. So it's really gonna kill a lot of programs more than anything. 
it's just so much money involved. That's just that's the whole reason behind this. You know what I mean, Alabama makes like a hundred and ninety million dollars off of football mm-hmm. alone, and that runs the entire athletic, you know what I mean, budget. But my whole thing about it, if you miss it one year, yes, one hundred ninety million dollars. But you've been making one hundred ninety million dollars the last ten years. So where's that money? Where that back? Where that money y'all supposed to be saving? Do you spend? Do you spend one hundred and forty of it, or just keep you know, right. like what's going? Like it can't what be. You that. Pl- and you making all these sales high, and everything? Dumb. Like come, like oh. I don't see it. It's like, high, bitch. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 Roy. Roy yeah. doesn't come Nick from the school. Nick make what? Don't almost come from the school. And he got yeah. two assistants that make a million. So even if you say the salaries are no, I wasn't on the high about end, the twenty million, which is I'm talking about the players. I'm thinking more like I'm talking about, the about the players. players. He's talking about the players. Yeah. the players now. Oh, player salary. Oh, I think some of the coaches. You know, that's like uh, what a hundred, a hundred grand a year. Yeah. Then you got then you got to pay the high school players that's supposed to be coming. Yeah, oh, but you know that right, they don't right. go from the school budget though; they go from the boosters. Oh yeah, that's the booster money. Yeah, No, on the on the crazy note, um, me and my pops was talking about it. Alabama University of Alabama and they're, like their their smaller schools. You you uh, I forgot what the UAB called. University of Alabama yeah. Birmingham. Yeah, and it's a couple. I think it's another one or two of them. But they uh between all of them, they got a thousand positive COVID cases, Ooh. and they just started school. I want to say a week or two ago. I don't know why you got kids on campus. That's the ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Money, There's like, no you, like you, just like you said for the league, is money. Bro. Hey, but I, I'd say money. Q, no, the I, kids on campus, they got to pay room and board. Q, I'd say money and principles, because all of the places where people are back on campus, like in Ohio, um, Carolina, you telling the kids to get Red. on campus, but I Red. see videos of the football players walking to practice. That's some crazy shit, bro. Yeah. Practice, practice. Yeah. You gotta play. You gotta play, man. But then you gonna tell me you're gonna here. Basically. Yes, student athlete thing is all dead, bro. Athlete student, man. It's about money, bro. That's all it is. They got they gotta make the money from these conferences. That's why the ACC and SEC and all of them wanna play so bad this year. Is because of the money they gonna miss out on. Well, shoot, when I was in school in Hampton, it was thir- You had thirteen hour rule, fifteen hour, or twenty hour. Was it twenty hours a week or fifteen hours a week? Something like that. 20, did you 20. did you had to sign a piece of paper at the end of the week? And I'm sitting here like y'all know we lying on this paper. We got to sign every week that we did twenty hours. <laughs> like this is a full time job. Facts. Full time job. I'm up every morning at six in the morning to go lift weights before I got to start my classes. At nine, get an hour to eat, and then be done with classes by like one, two, just to go back to meetings and be on the practice field by three. Mm. Practice for two and a half hours, go eat some chow around six, six thirty, back to study hall in night meetings. I'm in the bed by like nine thirty, ten, and gotta wake up and do it all over again. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. The crazy thing is, bro, I I never forget this. The first time I ran track at North State, so the first time we went to University of Florida for a track meet to see how different everything was that they were doing compared to what we were doing. And to hear, like, talking to some of their the, they runners and stuff, and they hear, like, the stuff they were getting, like, meal money and how much they were getting, it's, it's, it's we crazy. Were getting uh, one, of, one of the cats, he ran for us, and he transferred to Florida State. So we all went to regionals. I think we got $400, I think, for a month. They gave us $400. I want to say they got, like, 1200 for the same amount of time, 
and I'm, I'm sure it goes, I guess it comes off the, the, the just how much school Athletic, or whatever. But there's a certain amount they have to give you, and then, and then the rest of it is right. on yeah, the Yeah, but it's just like the, the different, the, like you just go on through the place. They go, they could go eat for free. Like we go to the cab, we swiping mail cards and doing this, that, third. They going in smooth places, getting everything. They swipe their card, that shit free. Food, you go in the cab, all that stuff is free, given to them. They got places they can go to eat healthy. They ain't got to eat just regular ass cab food type shit like we were doing. They can go eat at these healthy ass places, get good solid meals in. For, for free because it's yeah. through the school and all this type of stuff. So just to see the difference between uh, HBCU compared to a top-tier D1 college for track. So I know football is is way bigger, so the, the, the difference in between that is probably astronomical. But it's, this shit just is crazy. <laughs> Damn, Q. I'm sorry that y'all had to experience such – Disparity, oh, nah. especially in oh, your no, face. It, no, it was fine, bro. We, we it still, it still had a great time. We, 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 <laughs> we did very well. Yeah, we had a great time. Albeit all of the, the downfalls uh, of, of the of those situations, we had a great time. So it was it was all good. But just to just to see the how other, see how the other side live is crazy. Why do you think that that uh, that amount of money was like spent at like a university of florida as compared to it's, a, it's State, a revenue especially it's a being revenue like thing, at the same so like the ncaa got, say you could yeah. spend 20 or 10 say you could spend ten thousand dollars per athlete if the ncaa say you only got to spend four the small mm-hmm. school gonna give you four and take the other six to the athletic budget yeah right and make another scholarship yeah the ncaa is not paying for niggas to go to regional so they that's on the school. Bro, Hampton used to make so many scholarships like off of in in state guys. So in state what they would do is they would supplement your scholarship money. So say Hampton's tuition is thirty thousand, right? But say a guy gets Pell Grant federal aid money mm-hmm. and he's eligible for it and he gets like six thousand dollars a semester. Well that's twelve thousand dollars on a year. So they'll cut your scholarship by twelve thousand dollars. To push it somewhere and, else, and and push and make another scholarship. Well, if I got five or six guys, I can do that for. Yeah, no, nah, give me, give me my money. I need that refund. Just off of that, <laughs> you know what I mean. But that, that yeah, yeah. Say, instead, of, instead of yeah, instead of giving them kids their money for real. But when your AD is the head coach, you know what I mean. Things True. just magically happen. Nah, that's definitely that's definitely real. Shout out to Joe Hard. T. How about saying Harvey the president? So you know he ain't. You know, them, bo- them boys good. You know they double up on fried. everything. <laughs> President Harvey, man. Coach and Harvey done took that money from Mackenzie uh, Bezos and God dog on talking about he put ten million to the cancer. Hey, that bit about man, that money gone right in your pocket, Harvey. He ain't uh, said nothing about upgrading. He put, he, uh, Hey, he's trying to work. Nothing about upgrading the buildings on camp. You talking about the physical plant? Well, shout out to the physical plant because I used to work on camp and campus in the summertime, so I understand the struggles they go through out there. But ten million to the to the full time thing, and they up and they updated the dorm since the sixties. Man, I ain't seen one goddamn success story of a bitch (laughs) life y'all done saved out that proton therapy center yet. You know what I mean? If you watch, hey, if you watch the commercials, man, it's the best place to go. They push them commercials heavy. Oh, heavy. I can't front. My uncle, one of my uncles, my great uncle, he actually got some of that proton therapy. Now, how effective it was, I don't know. But I know he was in it. 
I ain't giving them no credit though, because I worked at HU for a summer, and you know I know research. When I'm walking around their campus, seeing their laboratories and what they call them research, I'm like, man, this ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I even had somebody tell me like, oh, I was doing research at Hampton University for like three years, this and that, and I'm like, okay, you're doing it for three years. What the publications that come out of there? None. So I mean, you ain't really doing research if you ain't publishing. So it's just like, ooh, they really yeah. gave it. They gave that money for the name. Should have gave it to Norfolk State. Harvey, no, Harvey, Harvey, Harvey putting putting uh putting eight big ass HU signs on buildings around Hampton. That's all he great, that's all he's doing. Great businessman. That's all he's doing, bro. Huh? No oh, hell of a businessman. That's no your uncle Roy. Huh? That's your uncle. <laughs> no comment. Uncle Harvey. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Uncle Harvey. <laughs> Roy been sitting. Roy, Roy, Roy been sitting in the press boxes and listen. Let me tell you about this guy. Let me tell you about Roy. Knee high, knee high so to his You already know his grandparents want some of the biggest athletic boosters to come out of Hampton, mm-hmm. right? So my freshman year, we we flew to like five classic games, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's this little peasy head motherfucker getting on the plane? <laughs> with us? A high school. I'm like, who is this kid? Like this random kid getting on a charter flight. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he had uh, shorts on and a plaid hat. Oh, he's a Yankee plaid hat. Rory flying the Rory flew the Rory flew the That's why I ain't go to him because I felt like I've been there already. Bro, I, 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 say, I, I already been there. I need to go again. They had the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to do another four years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. I felt the same way about North State. St. was free, but I was. That's why I went to St. was free. But I'm like, bro, I, I can't do another four years at Hampton. First off, I tell my mama this all the time. I don't think I'd have graduated. Nah, I wouldn't have been at the crib. It just, yes, sir. Crib. Hey, <laughs> hey, the, the the wardrobe going to class was too nice for my for my attention span. I'd have been in trouble. I'd have missed some practice, some study hall, all types of wild. Hey man, that that Hampton University environment is something different. Uh, I think Q and Cal might be able to 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 testify as when we had these Hampton. Uh, Norfolk State basketball games, dog. A, I remember going show. always. It's a, fa- it's, a fashion, it's a fashion show. You know, we went. To, I remember going to HU like from Norfolk State as a uh, as like you know we came dressed for basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like our Norfolk State swag on some khakis and shit. These niggas had look like they was going to the club. I was oh, like, whoa. Hey, everybody, everybody, go. You pull up a little bit. You go to HU, pull up, see the game. This that pregame. Everybody going to holler. Every time. The games in Norfolk State just felt better just because y'all had that little. It felt like I was back in high school. I don't know. High game, school gym. Games in Norfolk better because you can get right to the yeah, club yeah, action. Back after. The, Hampton, ain't, Hampton ain't got no good club action, really. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, that's out of order already. No, no, hey, no, man, no, that's, no, that's no, a market, no, Roy. No. What's up? Yeah, no, 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 no clubs nah, for me. Harvey run everything over there. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. but uh, on that note, y'all boys got anything else I want to talk about before we we get up out of here? Hey, uh, shout out to the uh, Two Wire Network. 
No. You know. That's it. We'll, we'll get to that another point. Okay. Yes, sir. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, K, yeah, we yeah, appreciate yeah. you coming through, bro. Uh, yes, chop sir. it up with yeah, it or whatnot. Enjoy it. Definitely, uh, definitely see if we can get you back up here. Talk, talk a little more sports. To see what the NFL. Hey, Cave, I, I gotta get you back one day though, because he was talking in the chat Most about the, uh, the the union meetings, right? And I was trying to tell them how when the players is in a union meeting, sometimes it's hard to it's hard to listen to some of these uneducated brothers articulate their point. Cave was the NFL president, player president, so he know what I'm talking right. about, but. <laughs> So we we'll get him back for that though. That's cause that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, a whole nother topic. Okay. I'm saying that's the most frustrating stuff watching ignorant. Y'all hear the frustration, right? Y'all hear it. Just... <laughs> because it be making me it be making me it be making me like I don't be feeling good. You gotta let them talk. They say they do, they do pay members, so I mean you gotta let them talk, but you know what I mean? Damn, that's that's crazy, Roy. We had some great content and people wrote read the notes and added notes and and whatnot. Yeah, man. That y'all put that in the man, that's gonna be a moonlight right there. Listen, y'all should be thankful that I screenshotted what y'all did have and sent it to (laughs) Cage. Thank you. Crazy. That's because that's because you had accountability. <laughs> well, that shit at really that point. in the notes. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to go look down. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, he, he was throwing shit. Yeah. 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 It would be crazy if you added that. You just did it. I didn't. Screenshot. Did they repeat it? I definitely didn't look at that. I had to scroll down my notes to see that. <laughs> I'm about to, bro. I'm not gonna look at his man. Still, pin them up to the top, man. Pin, pin. <laughs> and, and that junk got like that junk got like Yeah, where is my phone? Yeah, mm. Sat one out too. Oh, no, Q not real quick. Who you got in the suit? Who, who, who's your team this year? Who, who got the? Why, why you gotta say not the Cowboys, bro? Not the Cowboys. Ain't nobody going this year, but if we was, it'd be the Cowboys. It's never the Cowboys. <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Can't I think only uh, the Patriots playoff. Tampa got a nice shot, though. I hate Tom Brady, though, man. I ain't going to hold you. I do you, uh, hey, do you hate Tom Brady for, for for like Duke reasons or something something different? <laughs> Duke reasons is the something different. It's the same thing. No, something different could be more personal or like like technical, but or is it like a Duke reason you don't like Tom Brady? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's I got the you. latter. The latter. I feel you. I see where that come from, yeah. I mean, especially when he be, you know, trumping it with, with the president. You know what I'm saying? See nothing wrong with the guy. He's my that friend. What he, said? he said that. I was just about to say, hey, I just want to support a friend. <laughs> did y'all ever talk about, did yeah. y'all ever talk yeah. about, uh, it, like, what, uh, what Drew Brees, what Drew Brees did on the episode? Uh, I did think we, we talk about that? I think we did, we did but we didn't it. go too deep. We did, not too deep, but yeah, you know. Mm. You know, Yo. but but that's the thing. You know, people gotta live for they people. You are on speakerphone. You're muted. Oh. Can, you, can y'all hear me? <laughs> on the show or through the phone? On the show. What's good, Dion? 
that's cute. No, that's cute. Who <laughs> <laughs> you doing now? This nigga never turns. This thing's still moving. His nah, boy's back now. No, oh, you good. You good. Hey man, shout out, shout out to Forever Moors and uh, Chrome. <laughs> oh well, you got an SP. He was, he was already starting. Um, this is another great episode. Satenta Ioncho said that wrong, most definitely. But uh, you get the vibes. Keep getting the lessons. Keep coming here. Yeah, I, I, I definitely am on my Duolingo in two hours a day. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, y'all, y'all stay blessed out there. Again, rest in peace to to the to the king, Black Panther. Peace, Chadwick. God. Yes, sir. And uh, shout out to Crumb. <laughs>